Christina Kodzi, Promly Intern. Welcome to another episode of the Promly Garden Podcast. If you haven't already, please follow us at Promly App for updates on the Promly App launch and more great podcasts. Together, we will change outcomes. Tonight, we have Promly founder Jen Libby and Pooja Taylor from ActiveMinds.org. To give some background, Allison Malman launched Active Minds as a result of her personal experience in losing her brother. Brian Malman was a smart, popular, and fun student through high school and college. In the beginning of his freshman year at Columbia University, he started struggling with depression and psychosis, but concealed his symptoms from everyone around him for three years. In the middle of his senior year, he returned home and began receiving treatment for what was later diagnosed as schizoaffective disorder. His underlying depression was left untreated and only worsened as he continued to hide his distress from his friends. Allison says the depression had created a space for him where he felt like he was the only one, that all of it was his fault. A year and a half later, on March 24, 2000, as Allison was wrapping up her freshman year at the University of Pennsylvania, Brian ended his life. Allison recognized that Brian's story is the story of thousands of young people who suffer in silence, who, despite their large numbers, think that they are totally alone. Majority of mental illnesses start between ages 14 and 24 when teens and young adults are in school, and suicide is the second leading cause of death for college students. At Penn, she saw that no one was talking about mental health issues, although many were affected. One of every five students lives with a mental health condition, but stigma and shame were preventing students from reaching out. The only way things would get better, she knew, is if young people started talking about it. She wanted to combat the stigma of mental illnesses, encourage students who needed help to seek it early, and prevent future tragedies like this, like the one that took her brother's life. Allison looked around for existing groups she could she could simply bring to, to Penn to begin to change the culture on campus. Finding none, she was undeterred and forged ahead, creating her own student-to-student model and forming a student group then known as Open Minds. The group's number one goal was to spread the word that seeking help was a sign of strength and not something to be ashamed of. Pretty soon, a national office was established in Washington, D.C. The new nonprofit organization and all of the affiliated campus chapters were renamed Active Minds to reflect the organization's focus on action and student advocacy and mental health. Active Minds was incorporated as a 501c3 organization in late 2003. So, Pooja, thank you so much for being here and for being willing to talk with us more about what you've done to bring Active Minds to your community. Can you tell us more about your own story and what prompted you to get involved with Active Minds? Sure. I have been dealing with my own mental health struggles since I was a kid, and especially during freshman year, I felt very alone and didn't have a place where I could feel like myself. I think that because I know what it feels like to deal with things, it prompted me to want to do something about it because I know I'm not the only one out there that struggles. So that's pretty impressive that even as like in freshman year, I mean, you're not that old, right? How old are you right now? I'm 17. And when did you start the Active Minds chapter in your high school? Uh, My sophomore year. So that's pretty amazing that even as a freshman, you recognized that you were struggling and then went and did something about it, you know, within a pretty short amount of time in terms of rallying other kids together to do something impactful. That's kind of amazing, actually. You know, I don't know um, that every, you know, freshman in high school would have that kind of insight as well as like the willingness to put themselves out there and really start to create something so impactful. Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree. It's insane that you brought, you know, the cha- the Active Minds chapter to your high school, your sophomore year. But my understanding is that Active Minds has chapters all over the country. When and where did you start the chapter that you run? And what experience, what has the experience been like? So like I said, during my sophomore year, um, so my friends and I decided to go to our school psychiatrist. 
and told her that we wanted to start this Active Minds chapter to provide a safe space for students and to promote mental health awareness. The first year we started the club, there weren't many members, but we still tried our best to do what we can. However, during my junior year, we got a lot more people to join and having all these members, there was a lot of collaboration to plan events and ways we can reach our goal. One of my favorite events was the Pop the Stigma event. We had students write stigmas on balloons and they could pop them. And if they signed a pledge, they would get a cup of popcorn. There was a large turnout and it was nice to see students participate and get engaged in what we were doing. Well, and let's say this, doesn't everybody like to pop balloons, right? Like that's yeah, that's a pretty fun activity. What kind of stigmas did you find that people were writing down in the balloons? Like, do, could they write their own stigmas that they yeah, they could? Yeah. So they kind of so came, came up with whatever they had on their mind. What, what were some of them? Some were like crazy, psycho, weird. Yeah. So words that sort of like insinuate like, okay, like that person is blank, whatever the, whatever the stigmatized word is. And so, and then in the, in the, um, um, what was it that you asked them to do? Like sign a contract or so take a pledge. pledge, What was the pledge? To stop the stigma against mental health. And, and so was it like give people different ideas of how to do that? Um, Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Give me some ideas. Just like talk more about it. Um, be more open that people struggle and that it shouldn't be like stigmatized against it. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be something that people have to be silent about. It's more like we can have these like more open conversations. It does seem like a lot has changed. I imagine like in terms of people talking more openly, especially this year about mental health struggles. And, you know, it seems like maybe one of the silver linings of COVID is that it's brought mental health awareness more to the table. Do you feel like you're you're seeing now more kids participate with Active Minds? Yeah, definitely. I think that at first people were like maybe scared to join, but now like seeing all the events we're doing, they're like, oh, this sounds cool. And I like their goals and message. Maybe I should participate. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So what is one thing that has surprised you through the process of getting Active Minds going in your high school? Um, through the process of getting Active Minds going, It surprised me that many of my classmates actually struggle with their mental health as well. It wasn't until we had discussions during our meetings that I learned a lot more about my classmates and it made me feel less alone. When you guys did meetings, was it like you had kind of a curriculum to follow or was it more like open-ended? Let's just think about what's going on in our community and how to respond. Um, It was open-ended, like depending, like sometimes it was just like normal discussions about like how we felt. Um, things that were going on in our lives and other times like it was like with the Black Lives Matter movement or the Asian hate crimes we talked about that and how it affects people's mental health so we had discussions about that. So really you like you take the opportunity to look at current events and then provide this space to actually talk openly and in a supported environment so not only is it like an advocacy group but it really is offers support to the members that are in the group. Mm -hmm. It also seems interesting because I would imagine that like when you say like something surprised you that other kids were struggling, I would think that, you know, sometimes we have this image of like the kids that are like getting good grades or really good students or really good at sports, you know, like don't have mental health struggles, like they mask it really well. Um, but I would imagine that that even, you know, many times the perception is, oh, well, they must have it all together. It must just be me. But we know very well, like, so many people struggle with mental health concerns. 
um, even when they look like they have it all together. Did you find that to be the case? Yeah. I mean, like I'm considered a smart person and I always get good grades. So it's really hard for people to like think that, oh yeah, she struggles because she looks like she has her whole life together. I mean, she's getting into good colleges and everything. Right. It's like, you've got to like dig a little, like it's, you just have to scratch the surface, not that far, right. To kind of reveal the fact that like, hold on a second, like mental health, depression, anxiety, you know, so many of these things affect so many students. And I even argue that a lot of the stigma with mental health comes with making assumptions like, oh, they have everything together. Like they're not struggling with it as well. So in going through the Active Minds website, I noticed that Active Minds offers toolkits and stress management tools online, and it seems like they also offer quite a bit of support to students. Are the Active Minds members trained to help others with their mental health struggles, or are they trained to help to open up conversations about mental health and wellness? If so, how are you trained? We aren't necessarily trained through the club itself to help others with their mental health struggles, but all the student leaders of the club are offered the opportunity to be a sources of strength peer leader for our school county, where we were trained to open up conversations about mental health and help others. I myself am not part of it due to time commitments, but some of my fellow Active Minds leaders are. That's really great that they even offer, like, like I would imagine it's almost like a little bit of coaching of like how to have difficult conversations, you know, with people, because that's not an easy thing. I think sometimes it's hard enough to speak up um, for an individual, never mind feel confident enough to talk to other kids. Did you ever find like in some of the meetings that it was hard to get conversations going or did you feel like like people just were kind of itching to talk? Um, I think at first people had a hard time opening up, like they would just do it in the chat. But then like as more people started speaking up, they'll like turn their mic on and start talking about their own experiences. Yeah, it's like you have to create that safe environment, right, where people feel like they can trust what's going on in the space before they feel honestly safe enough to become that vulnerable and talk about their own struggles. It seems like, though, you've done a really great job because people are talking like your experience has been like the more that you build on this, the more that people are opening up, which is ultimately was the goal, right, is to really Mm -hmm. like talk and, and open things up. It's amazing. So hearing about the platform and that you've given people to talk about their mental health struggles, it seems like you've helped a lot of people learn things about themselves. But what is one one interesting thing that you've learned about yourself through your work with Active Minds? I think I've learned that I had to start opening up more about my own mental health struggles, stop the stigma surrounding it, because ironically, I joined Active Minds in the beginning, preaching about talking about our mental health struggles, yet didn't talk about them myself. However, over the years through my work with Active Minds, I started gaining the courage to open up to my family and friends and learn that it's okay to struggle and it should be normalized. It's so interesting that you bring that up, Pooja. So as a therapist for, you know, 20 plus years, I think one of the things that, you know, people often ask me, or at least clients will ask me, is they're like, you know, as a therapist, do you see a therapist? You know, like what's the you know, what's the protocol there? And and, you know, I would say definitely, certainly in graduate school and certainly when you know, anybody's like delving into the field of psychology, one of the, probably the most important features is to actually do your own therapy, like to do your own work, to talk about your own struggles, because, well, A, you learn so much about yourself, but that self-awareness and then that ability to be able to talk more fluently about mental health and being really in tune with yourself is really essential. I'm I'm so impressed that you can say that and bring that up, because I think many times it's so easy to um, 
give advice or listen or, you know, be a good supporter, but not really delve in and look at your own, you know, look closer at yourself and be even mental health struggles or even just self-awareness about different things. You know, when you think about, you know, things like, um, you know, you bring up that you guys were able to talk about, you know, BLM and systemic racism and, you know, Asian hate and, you know, a lot of subjects that I think people are sometimes afraid to talk about. Um, it seems like you just have created this really nice structure for people to, you know, not just think about the world and the system, but, you know, you know, you get to explore more about yourself as well as other students get to explore more about themselves and how they feel. It's amazing. So from what I've heard, it sounds like you have a lot on your plate. Um, being a student, volunteering, interning, and running a chapter of Active Minds, it's, it's all so much. How do you manage your time to not be overstressed? I think that being very organized helps a lot. I have a planner where I detail everything I have going on in the week from homework to clubs and what I need to do for my internship. I set my priorities straight and try to get all my homework done at the beginning of the week so I can spend time on my clubs and extracurriculars for the rest of the week. But it's also important to just take a deep breath sometimes and focus in the present so you don't overwhelm yourself. It's so interesting, Pooja, because I know that we've done some interviews with other Gen Z, you know, leaders and um, change makers. And, you know, many times we'll ask that question because I am always so curious. It seems, you know, many times very stressful to take on big projects. And it's funny how everybody seems to have a planner. Do you have a paper planner or is it like an app or like on your computer? Like, how do you how do you actually plan? Um, I like buy them at Staples or Walmart. Like Like a paper planner. Yeah. Well, I thought I was the only person left in the world that used a paper planner. So that makes me feel better. I (laughs) I just thought it was an old person thing, but I'm glad to hear that Gen Z is still using the paper planners and it seems to be an effective strategy. Yeah, I'm 100% on board with the paper planner. I really can't like (laughs) fully organize myself like on a Google calendar or whatever. Um, But if you had to choose one thing that you'd want kids to get out of this podcast today, what would it be? I think the one thing you can get out of this is that there are so many people out there that struggle with their mental health and go through things every day. People shouldn't be seen in a negative light because they struggle with mental illness. It is our job as a society to stop the stigma revolving around mental health and emphasize that it's okay to talk about it. And struggling doesn't mean you're crazy or weird. Totally. I think of it, you know, it's interesting because I always say as a therapist, like, I don't know a family. Like in 20 years, I have never met a family that doesn't have somebody in their family that has struggled with mental health. So, you know, it's just many times nobody knows that there's somebody that's struggling. But with the many, many hundreds of families that I've worked with over the years and with the different people that I know, you know, through life, it's it's always one of those things. It's surprising to me that there's still so much stigma when, hold on a second, everybody has a family member or a loved one or somebody that has had some kind of struggle. It's like statistically, like we know that that is the case. Um, and yet we still seem to have this like mask on, right? As a society, we still need to push through. I think your generation probably does a better job than some of the generations before you um, in that I feel like Gen Z is much more empathetic and open to learning um, and really kind of like expanding knowledge in and, you know, really trying to put themselves in other people's shoes. Um, but I still think we have a ways to go on this, even though we know, you know, statistically speaking, people, you know, so many people are really impacted every day. So destigmatizing mental health is something we seriously need. And I bet people listening would love to get involved with Active Minds. 
So if a teen listening wanted to get involved, how would they do so? I think you should do some research first and see if your school or university has a chapter, because I believe many universities across the country have their own. And if they don't and you want to get involved, then start your own chapter. If we could do it, so can you. Well, I'm also so impressed, Pooja, because you started this when you were in high school. Like, I understand this to be a nonprofit that was really targeted for colleges and universities. But it's amazing that you took it upon yourself, even as a really young person, to say, okay, we need this, you know, in the high school sector. I guess I would imagine that your story really empowers other high school students to potentially, you know, look and see if they have a chapter in their high school. But if not, it certainly is possible, it sounds like, to start a chapter Mm -hmm. in your high school you know, and you have, you know, a great model, it sounds like from these other chapters that have already been started. Kudos to you, because I think it's really, it sounds like it's been really successful. And I also think it's really helpful because, you know, destigmatizing mental health for high school students is going to, you know, give students the resources to go into college and reach out for help if they need it. Um, But is there any way that you think Promly can be helpful with your guys' mission? I think Promly is already being helpful with this mission to lower suicide rates and create a safe space for teens. So if Promly follows the same goals as, as Active Minds, together we can make a difference in this world and get some change. Totally agreed, Pooja. That's our whole mission, right? Is we want to do something better for, you know, that affects a large number of kids. It's exciting because we were getting so much closer to launching the app. Um, our goal is now August. And, you know, we're really excited to bring what we've been working on to the world, but to really pull, you know, Gen Z together to be able to support each other, to find your people, to find your place, to find your voice, to really amplify Gen Z wherever we can and to get ahead of teen suicide Um, and really destigmatize mental health and put the resources in so that kids can actually utilize them whenever they want. So I thank you for that. Um, We're obviously still going to keep supporting Active Minds in whatever capacity we can, but I'm so appreciative for your time, your energy and your work to really create a safe space for people to talk. It's really awesome. I'm on the same page. We really appreciate what you've been doing with Actively Minds. So thank you so much, um, Pooja. That wraps up another Promly Garden podcast. Don't forget to follow us at Promly App for more updates on the release of the Promly App. Coming soon.